This is Billy Carson with ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. Forbidden Knowledge TV has just reached its one-year anniversary. That's right, one year. And as a show of appreciation, we are giving all new subscribers a free 30-day trial of ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. That's 30 days to binge watch thousands of movies, documentaries, conferences, workshops, lectures, yoga classes, meditation courses, and so much more. So log on to ForbiddenKnowledge.tv from your computer or mobile device or get the Forbidden Knowledge TV app on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play today and use coupon code 30DAYSFREE. That's coupon code 30 days free on ForbiddenKnowledge.tv today. You are watching Forbidden Knowledge TV. Hey everyone, this is Billy Carson, also known as Forbidden Knowledge. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Forbidden Knowledge Podcast. Today I have the beautiful Irina Byriel. She's a truth seeker, a blogger, a poet, and a vocalist, and she's all about creating positive change in the world. Welcome back to the show, Irina. Hi, Billy. It's always good to talk to you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, looking forward to it. It's been a little while since we had a chance to really get on here because of my travels and it's been a little hectic, but it's great to have you back on here to be able to talk to you. And today we're going to be talking about empathic abilities. We're going to be talking about uh, how people can interpret other people's feelings. Uh, and I think that you're the right person for this, because since I've known you, you seem to have those particular gifts. Uh, and so we want to talk about it a little bit, talk about how it works, talk about the things that you can sense and feel and how other, you know, how 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 you're able to read other people's feelings and how empaths are able to read other people's feelings and the effect that it has on them emotionally and psychologically as well. So how have you been first and foremost? Yes. Well, um, you know, I think that the, the theme in the collective consciousness for the past year or two has been, um, you know, health and um, sort of mental health as well. I think it's a really big thing because there's so many energies purging within the collective consciousness that it's bringing out a lot of health awareness, which, you know, I've had to recently really understand that about certain manifestations with my own physical vessel, mm. um, you as well. Um, and I think a lot of people can relate to that right now. So mm. I think that's what the theme has been. Um, and I think that talking about, you know, um, being an intuitive or an empath really ties in very well with all of this. Um, but yeah. other than that, I've been very well, you know, that I'm trying to get over there to 
the states so I can yes. join the team over there at Forbidden Knowledge. Yes. Um, so that's all coming along magically. <laughs> magically, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. We're definitely looking forward to having you on the team. I know it's going to be a huge impact with the professionalism uh, and the dedication and the understanding of what we're trying to accomplish, which is hard to find uh, in, in somebody to bring onto the main team. So I'm looking forward to that a lot. Um, so today's topic, we're going to be talking about empathic abilities. So in your you know, basic definition, what can you tell the listeners? Like, what are empaths and what are the empathic abilities? Yeah, look, I think that there's a lot of new age sort of misconception about a lot of this stuff. And I like to be very, very clear because a lot of people will quickly put me into this category of, okay, you know, like uh, I've heard stuff like that online before. But this is a very real thing. It's... Um, it's not conspiratorial. It's real. It's something that all humans can access and feel. And everybody should be feeling sensitive to energies on some level. There's, I think, just individuals who are probably receiving information um, to a different degree. But unless you're like a sociopath, <laughs> you're feeling things. You're feeling things. You're receiving things. Your cells are receiving things. It's a nonstop thing. I think most humans are just unconscious of how to interpret it and how to listen to it because, for me, what an intuitive empath really is is somebody who's starting to become more consciously aware of um, energies and how to decipher that on a multidimensional level. So they their reality isn't really just about this linear communication within this reality and dimension it starts extending and then you can go to different degrees of um, being able to decipher this energy and becoming um, much more aware of it. And that's where we want to go in human evolution anyway. As you go up in consciousness or expand, I should say, in consciousness, um, this is just part of the nature because humans are not really operating at their full capacity we're very in our infancy at least where, where where we are at the timeline that we're in at the moment so um again i think that this is something that all humans can do some people when they're born into this reality they're just a lot more tapped in in receiving information and accessing the akashic records you know the quantum field like these are all different databases you know, energy databases that we're working with, like computers. For me, that's what the Akashic Records is as well. It's a certain type of energetic database, which is filled with all of these different timelines connected to people's, um, you know, energy cords or like ele electromagnetic waves that run through this. And then you can actually start to, you know, dissect it a little bit more and extract from them. Um, and it's a very powerful thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds Sounds exactly like what I believe. <laughs> That's why we're on the same frequency all the time. It's amazing. You know, <laughs> and uh, it really is. I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, yeah. And so really, you know, I try to tell people all the time that we are all plugged into this energetic grid. Every single one of us, we're in it. We're on it. We're plugged into it. We're part of the energetic grid. And so, like you say, some people aren't able to fully discern the information and the messages that they're getting. They're getting them. They just can't they can't sense them for whatever reason. They're not tapped in to that level of consciousness at that moment. I know that there's something, you know, for for an example, for the listeners, we have magnetite crystals in our brains. We have literally 
billions of magnetite crystals in our brains. And just like uh, birds flocking south for the winter, turtles uh, going to the same beach shore where they were born and laying their, their eggs and so forth and navigating the planet, um, you know, human beings have the same capability. Well, we, we used to have the same capability navigating via the magnetic field of Earth. And so what they did was they took uh, a gentleman, a test study, and they put him inside of a, a laboratory in a room that had a gigantic magnet. And they put the electrodes on this head and connected it to a computer to sense his brain activity when the gigantic bar magnet would move around the room. And guess what? The brain was picking up the activity, even though he was completely oblivious to this magnetic field, didn't know it, didn't sense it, didn't feel it for as far as he consciously knew. Uh, but his subconscious and his and his magnetite crystals were recording everything with the magnetic field and every position that it moved to. And so that's really what's happening, I think, a lot of the times with empathic abilities. Uh, and, you know, sometimes I think people also have to also be more open to wanting to be uh, sympathetic and empathetic for people to try to feel what that person may be feeling. Put yourself in that person's shoes, so to speak. And, uh, and sometimes I think people are more closed, not everyone, but some people are closed and uh, they're not putting themselves in other people's shoes. And so they're kind of blocked. They have this this kind of facade, this veil there that kind of, I think, blocks it. What do you think? Yeah, so hmm, this is such a such a big topic. I'm trying to think of the best way of how to break this down. <laughs> so um, like I was saying, people are accessing different degrees of it. And I think that, you know, the most simple example of it is like listen to your gut, you know, you know, because it's sort of one of your brains, you know, mm -hmm. it's one of your, you know, it's, you receive a lot of messages through there. So that's like one example of like basic how humans operate. Everyone can relate to this. And then slowly you can tap in a little bit more, really up into the point where when humans evolve, they'll be, you know, you know, accessing things like um, being telepathic mm -hmm. and things like that. And so you are receiving information nonstop, particularly in your dream state as well. That's when you're able to access so much more information because your conscious mind is not limiting you to just this dimension that you're in. When you're, when you're operating here in everyday life, you're in this beta brainwave state for most of the time. This reality and the system that we live in forces humans to the point where it makes them so sick, they get stuck into this beta brainwave state and they don't go out of it very much. They'll either knock out into Delta, but going, they don't explore, they're not they don't allow themselves to go into those theta and alpha brainwave states where you can tap into multidimensional reality while still being conscious of it, as opposed to when you're in Delta, when you're knocked out in sleep and you're accessing um other information from other dimensions and so anyway this goes back to b being um or having um empathy um and it, like i'm not talking about for the viewers we're not talking about being sympathetic mm -hmm. so some people can kind of get that confused so this is not about they have empathy and we're really like um sympathetic and feel sympathy for people and i think the goal of being an um, being an empath um, is not to necessarily absorb what everyone else is feeling, although you will get to a point where it's unavoidable and you will have to learn certain methods of 
protecting yourself from that and learning to not overly absorb different things. Um, but that's something that as you go along the line, like you'll even have to avoid certain movies and certain allowing yourself to be exposed to certain things like the media and the energy that is associated with this, which is transferring and mixing with your energy because everything is an energy exchange, mm-hmm. everything. And this reality, it's like relationship. You, you, you have a relationship with everything around you. Mm-hmm. Your cells, you know, your emotions. I really think that that's what this this uh, dimensional experience is about. It's about relationships. Yeah. Because this this understanding of relationships is broken down into so many different things here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a really fun thing to explore. But for for when someone really taps into their um, empathic abilities, that sensory gets so heightened. Um, and it's not necessarily a fun thing, um, but it's also not a curse. It's a responsibility. So you're gaining an ability, but more responsibility comes with that. I think that that goes hand in hand with a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so what would you say for people who are experiencing this empathic ability and they're absorbing too much of the other person's emotion? They're taking in so much from everywhere, there's a couple of people I know that it overwhelms them. And sometimes if you don't know how to handle it properly, it can even make you a little depressed. Oh yeah. It can make you physically sick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it'll manifest within, within the body because it's affecting your biofield mm-hmm. as well. So again, this can be broken down in different ways. I think that you can be in very overwhelming situations like Some people won't want to go out into a shopping mall or big crowds because they're surrounded by so many other energy fields. And then that sort of, you know, it's all meshing together and you're creating the smaller collective when you're around lots of bodies of energy. And you can see that happening at concerts or when you see people at churches and they're all getting into this movement and and singing and and that and that's like affecting and then you have like the geometry of the structure that they're in the architecture and that's like mathematically doing things to the sounds and the energies as well and so that's how a person can be affected by this then you have probably the group which goes more into people who can do mediumships and channelings um, and a lot of psychic stuff which is stuff that I do I've just had to deal with my whole life. And when you start to do that, you start to tap into information about other people that you don't even necessarily want to know. So it's not necessarily for this category. It's not just about trying to protect yourself and your energy field and how it's affected. Um, And I'll go into how to deal with it in a moment. But this other category, and I think this is important because it's something – that is really emerging in people. And as we are evolving again, this is going, people are going to start feeling this more. But there are certain people that the other energies and the other dimensions will start to interact with you because you are open. Mm. <laughs> okay? Yes. So for me, I'll have people and they'll interact with me, but they have energies which are linked to them and connected to them. And because I'm open, that will communicate with me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will try and talk to me and they have a facade about themselves. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so interesting because the other aspect that I can communicate with is nothing like what you're trying to tell me. Yeah. 
Yes. And it's just, it's very interesting because you start to see humans like, you start to see how they don't really understand themselves on a multidimensional level at all. And they're not even aware that they have all these other energies that are there that are connected that some of us actually can communicate to pretty directly. Mm. Um, you know, and those energies um, have all, like, say, their relatives. And so I can tap into their relatives mm. and they'll have information and I'll know things that their family members are going through. And it's all got to do with their soul energy and how we can access that database. But yeah. once you do open... Um, you have to be aware, you know, things like your third eye will have other energies start to communicate with you. So that's, I wanted to separate those two things first, really, before I get into it, because yeah. there are really different degrees of what people are experiencing. Mm. So if you um, are somebody who's sensitive and you don't like being around a lot of people, um, you know, there's definitely things that I know you know of, Billy, too, like qi, qigong, mm-hmm. things like that beautiful ways to reset and cleanse the biofield which is being really affected and you know how you went into the electromagnetics of everything we're we're being very affected by a lot of different things particularly to i know that when i first we started first started working together billy we started i remember i did a video and i was talking about satellites Mm -hmm. and how we are so affected our energy fields are so affected and so bombarded with all of this other man-made stuff which is happening and the humans will find out that is how certain manipulation is happening in the world Um, and how advanced species know how to target human energy field like this, Mm -hmm. not just in this dimension but through different multidimensional layers of that person. Um, So Qigong is a very simple thing and breathing and Mm -hmm. making sure that you are allowing yourself to get out of the beta brainwave state sometimes, let yourself sink into the alpha and theta. And I know that it's easier said than done, but that is why they stress meditation to try to incorporate your your general life into thinking it's a normal thing. Do it when you wake up in the morning. Do it when you, you know, before you go to sleep so you're able to actually sink into a deeper restful state and, and regenerate properly and recharge properly. If you're stressed at work, go into another room, do certain conscious breathing. You can look it up online, go onto YouTube. There's there's an abundance of information out there. There's different apps that you can use. Get the the breathing properly and the breathing, and it's going to help all of the the energy flow better throughout your body and also the the, the blood uh, vessels and cells in your body. It just makes it go the circulation sorry Mm -hmm. that's what i'm referring to yeah (laughs) it's going to make sure the circulation is running better because that's a huge uh i think it's very overlooked in general health circulation Mm -hmm. because that really affects that energy flow that you and i know about and that qigong if you don't know what qigong is um you know it's an ancient asian i would say asia is where it really came from Um, but this is is this is about um allowing energy to flow through your body and to clear certain blockages and to help that circulation run through better because that that circulation has a huge effect on on the energy blocks and um, bigger health problems down the line. Yes, absolutely. And I'm glad you brought up Qigong. I have a couple of really good Qigong books. I'll put a link to those um, in the 
caption of this video when it airs and also the podcast so that whoever may need that, may want to read that and learn more about it. I have a couple of really good books uh, upstairs in my library, and I'll list the, list the names of those books so that people can find them. Um, now, I had talked a lot in the past about epigenetic memories, memories stored inside of our bodies through the RNA of the father, which stores the, the epigenetics of up to 20 generations of trauma from past ancestors. Do you think that an empath is able to detect some of those past traumas that is in someone? Oh, yes, definitely. Um, A big one. And with certain people that I do some readings on and that I do work with, like it's 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 probably one of the easiest to read. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And it's very important. And the one thing that I want to make really clear to people is when we talk about ancestral lineage, for example. Right. Because this is related to what you're talking about Mm -hmm. in the DNA and carrying on, you know, down the line. It's don't think of it as like, yeah, individual people like your grandmother, your great great. Don't think of it like that so much. Think of it as like an electromagnetic wave. So it's this cord of energy. And there's all of these other energies that are connected to that which directly affect you. That is how I personally um, try to explain this so people can understand that. Don't think so much of individuals. It's so much longer than that. Right. Um, And, again, it directly affects you. So one of the most powerful things you can do in this reality, in this lifetime, and I don't care what anybody else says, this is really a powerful thing to learn, is working on those cords and healing them Mm. because you also have karmic loops and cycles which are also associated with that energy cord. If yeah. you can help feel that as much as you possibly can in your own way, you will not only affect how you as an individual fractal affects the co- collective consciousness, but you will also help clear that line that's that's running through the field. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. very powerful. You can change the future mm-hmm. yeah. or that's- redirect it in the way that you want it to, to go. Yeah. No, that's powerful. That's so true. What you're doing, you know, I try to tell people when you do stuff like that, when you affect that change and do that shadow work and and you're calling it, you know, these energetic cords, which I love. I love the terminology that you're using because it really is. Everything is waves of, of potential and everything is linked through these electromagnetic waves and even your lineage, lineages and not not recognizing them as individual people, but as frequencies. That's so powerful. Um And, you know, so I I try to tell people you have to understand that everything that you do now to work on those 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 that that mental health and that trauma, it creates a ripple in space time that moves towards the future. So that ripple that you're creating in space time by fixing those and clearing those is creating a different future reality for yourself. So you literally are altering future realities in a third dimension by fixing these and addressing these issues now and here. Yeah, I think I spoke to you on one of our other videos where I called it a reprinting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like a type of holographic reprint, reprinting mm-hmm. that you can do. And, um, I mean, again, if, if all humans started to do this, that's how you change reality. That's how you go up. That's how you, 
you you heal the polarities um and we can um recreate the whole system that we exist in and i am an advocate of consciousness because you see a lot of people in the world right now billy with everything going on protests people refusing this it's still a divide so you have to be careful about what energetically is happening within the collective consciousness. So you might have a good message. You go, I'm standing up for my rights and what I believe in and my freedom. But in the bigger picture, are they still causing you to create a huge divide? And what are you really contributing to? Because I can tell you that those things, they're great. And I, I really admire people who want to do something about it and create that change. But it really does start within because you can yell at the system all you want you can bang your fists get angry guess what that system is a third dimensional system that was never meant to serve you yep so you can keep yelling it all you want nothing is ever going to change you have to create a new system so we have to evolve into that new system we can't have space for the old system anymore but it's not going to be done by trying to convince them by yelling and screaming and creating chaos because that's all is that's all that's happening and it's sad though because these people have such good intentions yeah they have good intentions but they don't realize that they're throwing dark energy towards dark energy and that's not going to create light (laughs) dark plus dark doesn't equal light and um, you want, you know, you feel oppressed, you feel, you feel, uh, you know, uh, attacked, you feel let down, you feel misused and abused. And so the first response from the conscious mind is, you know, revolt and and then do this this way and be aggressive. But in true reality, like I try to tell people all the time, the next true revolution on this planet with the citizens is not going to be picketing and rioting and attacking and blocking off highways and roads and all that kind of burning down buildings and all this crazy stuff. That's not going to be the true revolution. The true revolution is when people just all drop the divide and conquer, understand that we're all one, learn how to love one another, do the self-work on the inside, and then eventually just coordinate a day where everybody starts participating in the system and demand that we create our own new system. That's going to happen sometime in the future. But we have to understand that the methods that are being used for so long, they just don't have any effect. Uh, you know, the, the the attacks and the rioting and the picketing and the crying and the it's a waste of energy, in my personal opinion. That yes, it, it makes people recognize that there is a problem, of course, but the true way, like you say, is the entire thing has to be completely wiped away in a fresh new one needs to be put in this place. But that's not going to happen until human beings understand how to go internal to inner space, work on themselves, clear out all these issues and all this false facade and all these lies that we've been taught and told, all the programming that we've been given. He's darker than me. He's lighter than me. This one's this race and this one's that race. This one's a left, you know, this politician level. This one's that politician type. And we have to drop all of that stuff and we have to just say, man, look, we're all human beings on this planet. Let's forget about flags. Let's forget about borders. Let's just start loving one another. And until that happens, you know, we can't create a new system. So eventually I believe it will. 
But uh, you know, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. But but on the on the empathy, what if somebody is really interested in learning about becoming an empath or or tapping? Everybody is already an empath, but tapping into it, being able to actually discern the ability. What would you recommend they start to do to try to feel or sense that ability? I think that um, it's not something you can force. So don't try and do it quickly. Just do it all in baby steps as you're ready to receive it. Um, and don't think because you're not accessing certain things that you're behind. Or, don't have that mentality at all. Just be open to receive, communicate it. I regularly actually try to connect to my ancestral cords by acknowledging them mm. and, and those energies and the power. And I try and make an agreement where I will regularly, you know, even out loud sometimes I'll say it, I'll speak it into existence. But trying to make an arrangement where you acknowledge that you have the ability to heal the ancestral cords and for them to work with you, for those energies to work with you. Because it's not just you that um, benefits from this, it's also that energy cord as well. So the more you you acknowledge it, the more that it's going to start to merge into your life and the more you're going to become aware of it. But I really do think that the basic meditation type of practice is really one of the key points. Um, one of the biggest ones, which I think sometimes gets like really overlooked, is just being creative. Mm. doing things that you love that you enjoy you know when I sing for example some people might feel this about when they dance or whatever it is that they're passionate about it's it's like you have this time where you can be totally present and you don't even think about the past the future you are so present when I'm in that moment of singing and I really I'm connecting. I'm connecting with like the divine and source energy. Nothing else matters in that moment. And all artists I know can relate to that. Nothing matters. You were just in that moment. And I remember being in New York and seeing jazz singers going to some of the underground things. And you can see it. They're just like in this mode where they're just playing and they're like, they're in this beautiful brainwave state. They're connecting and they don't even realize that they're opening themselves up to their multidimensional selves in those moments. They're beautiful, powerful moments where you are not only helping this collective consciousness by pulling in um, like certain frequencies associated, but you're also healing yourself. You're doing this special regeneration um, to yourself. Doing little things like that will connect you back to source energy and start to open those doors of receiving. Um, but I know I would probably have to do a separate talk for the people who are really tapped in and are actually already accessing quite high psychic abilities can access the Akashic. That would be a whole other thing because that's a whole other level of needing to relate to people sometimes because it's very hard. Um, but, yeah, it's not fun sometimes. It's you have to understand it's a responsibility when you're accessing other dimensions and, mm-hmm. and receiving information from that. Um, you can even damage yourself. to not trying to scare anyone, but you're leaving your auric field pretty open and vulnerable 
when you're doing that. So you have to make sure that you're cleansing yourself and trying to give yourself time to regenerate properly. Because if, if you're not doing that, you just keep weakening yourself. You're very vulnerable to energetic manipulation. Mm-hmm. And the collective consciousness is already under that. <laughs> like yeah, it is. A lot. So if we can try and take care of our own individual fields, that's really um, important, but it's it's. I would say if I tap into a certain trauma that's within the collective consciousness, and so all real channels will understand this. It is like it's like falling on a roller coaster. Mm. So powerful for what your physical vessel can even interpret and comprehend in this dimension. And when you tap into that aspect, because source is connected to all of this, you know, like I'm. I don't feel like I understand darkness plays a role. As you expand in consciousness, you start to understand that. And that's where that compassion that people talk about, like if you want to heal, you have to have compassion. You'll start to understand the role of every shadow of everything. And you don't have to like it. But if you work within yourself, you'll understand that these are aspects of the collective consciousness that do need healing. So we can't ignore them and they have played a role in certain things within this dimension and this polarity. Right. Um, right. But, yeah, it's, it's such a big topic to, yeah. to, to, to go into because for me being an intuitive empath is not something where you go on YouTube and someone talks about it for five minutes. Oh, I'm very sensitive. Being a real intuitive empath is you accessing the quantum field and your multidimensional self and a lot of other people's. Mm-hmm. So you can use that in a good way to help the collective and to help guide other people if they need to. Again, you're not here to heal every single person right. or anything like that, but know that you have the power so you be very responsible. So when someone is presented to you and you do have a message for them, learn how to go about it in the right way, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense, um, right. and learn how you can use that in your life to, again, help steer the collective consciousness on that path of healing or onto that new system mm-hmm. you know of evolution that we're on we're on that path you know right, right. do you think that empathic abilities are also the same um the similar ability to channel information like channeling they're not the same thing mm-hmm. but they are totally totally they correlate Mm. but they're not the exact same thing like it's again it's one of those different degrees so channeling is like there's a lot of stigma against channeling i'm not saying it's good or it's bad um Mm. i think it can be used for both um but there's different forms of channeling so channeling you can actually be taken over where you will sort of get pushed aside Mm. from the main platform that's operating this vessel and another one you will uh, it can usually be done through deep states of hypnosis mm. as well, like quantum hypnosis. Um, this other channel will come through and take over the vessel, not entirely, but enough for it to communicate. And this can, this is so interesting in how this can be done and what entities can come through. And do, in deeper states of quantum hypnosis, you can actually communicate to certain energy within you that's attached to you if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and certain ailments within the body, you can actually communicate to them. And sometimes 
they're really just there for a reason um, and you have to learn from it and stuff like that. There even be some energy healers will say that they won't heal certain people because they're almost not allowed to interfere with how that's happening. That's up to that individual to, you know, really have how they have to go about that. Um, or if it's a karmic cycle of something that they're paying, that they're playing out um, yeah. or something else. So um, I don't think that they're necessarily the same thing, but they're totally correlated. So I think channeling is just a higher degree. Sometimes if I do like psychic, like the psychic stuff that I, I experience is that when I communicate to these energies, it'll come through with information. Sometimes it's just certain words mm. or a sentence and it can come through a lot slower than normal. And sometimes when people are in a deeper quantum state of hypnosis, um, it's, it has trouble because it's trying to communicate a message, but humans don't really understand that they speak like this much of language (laughs) and the words that they use. And this is like in other dimensions, like it's so much more evolved. How do you do, how do you speak through a human vessel? So it's understood by the other energies within that collective for the message. You have to, they can only use what that vessel knows. Those words that are within their collective consciousness, they can only do it that way. And yeah. you'll see sometimes like the law of one, you know, I know you've read that book. It'll yeah. have problems with the transmission mm. yes. you know, for various different reasons, whether yeah, it's physical or not. Yeah, yeah, there are, you know, I have a five-volume set. It's a completely channeled set of books, you know, and so it's just pretty interesting. Um, yeah. I don't have any evaluation either good or bad of it i was just very interested in i want you know i like to see everything i want to hear everything read everything see what all perspectives of understanding are and it's it's a very interesting thing you know very interesting for real but uh yeah there's i guess you could say there's these transmission interruptions or whatever where there's some type of um the ability for the idea to come across is missing in some areas i guess yeah pretty interesting And, you know, reading these books, again, to answer one of your earlier questions, reading these books is a great way of activating certain things within yourself because you'll know certain things, but when you read these books, it'll be so comforting for you because you will start to understand the way that these other energy forms are speaking through the vessel. You'll be like, oh, my gosh, why do I feel so connected to this? Why is this, why am I understanding this so much better? This is like everything I've wanted to say, like an aspect of you, because it's, there's energies connected to it. And it's really a higher, more developed, usually um, form of intelligence, which is communicating. And it will lay out information that your soul is probably craving for. Mm. So I highly recommend that you do do it, even if it's just for research, read into it, because you will see that how humans generally talk and process information is so tiny. Mm-hmm. It's so tiny compared yeah. to other expanded um, intelligence out there. So true. And when you read some of these books, what happens is um, you start to, it starts to resonate with you. Certain things that, like you say, that you you felt already, but you couldn't express it. You couldn't figure out how to actually express it. That's what I found reading a lot of these books that I have around here, Law of One and all these other thousand books and stuff that I have. 
Um, you know, you go through and all of a sudden something just really goes, oh, man, that's exactly what I've been feeling. That's exactly what I've been, you know, wanting to express. And 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 one of these entities or one of these beings or somebody in the past or in ancient times or whatever, they put it out there in a way, you know, that you can you can digest and understand it. And then with the benefit of that is you can add that information, a fractal of that information becomes part of you now. So now when you need to express it in the future to somebody else, you can recall that data but also with the emotion and the understanding behind it, which is incredible. So it's pretty, pretty great. Uh, what about empathic abilities? It's, from it's a macro perspective. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Say that again. Say the macro. What did you say? It's a more macro perspective on how to view this reality and all other aspects of yourself. So you will actually learn through some of these transmissions It'll help you connect the dots and go, oh, okay, so this is the bigger picture of what I'm actually experiencing from this whole dimension that we're in into and up into the higher dimensions and how it, how it operates. It'll just, it's just so satisfying for you and yet it'll activate you with what you said. It will really um, merge you with these other aspects that will help you because it's these other aspects that are being uh, satisfied when they're reading this. Uh, because you're connecting together with these other layers of yourself, yeah. and that's when um, that merging with the multidimensional self and the beauty that comes along with that and the expansion in consciousness occurs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I was going to say, um, what about um, utilizing empath empathic abilities long distance? Like, in other words, we're on a Zoom call or a Skype call or you're on a phone call and a cell phone call talking to somebody. Based on your experience, can an empath tap into those energies via just quantum entanglement from any distance? Yeah, it would depend on the individual, though, and where they're at sort of in their relationship with their own awareness and consciousness. Mm -hmm. You know, what they're able to tap into. Um, I think that... If it's particularly like a family member or someone that you sort of have some sort of soul relationship to, like a soul energy level, um, you're more able to be able to, um, I think distance doesn't really matter. I think that there's this frequency connection between you and you're able to transfer information. Or I know Nikola Tesla has a great example of when his mother died and how he said that he, he describes his experience he had and he knew that she had passed away mm. um, and he wasn't physically in the same country as her, but he knew that information had come through. I got a very similar thing when my father passed away as well, where I got physically ill. So these things can happen, like talking about distance itself. I don't think it matters when it comes to the quantum field, like time and space. It's like a whole other. Yeah. <laughs> what we think time and space is, like it's, exactly. it's very, very different. Um, so you're not really limited to, like I said, when I ta can tap into relatives and family members of people, I don't need to be with them. I don't even have ever need, I don't even need to meet them, like have ever needed to meet them. I can um, already tap into some of that person's information yeah. and what they're experiencing. Um, it's just about opening yourself up to, again, all of these cords that are running through reality and not focusing on that one frequency band expanding and allowing yourself to be able to receive multiple radio stations yeah i like to yeah. put it as 
That's so true. I, I try to tell people that, you know, if they can imagine the universal consciousness as a gigantic radio station that's broadcasting out all these frequencies, but they're all coming from the same radio station. So I would be 99.1, you would be 99.2, and so forth and so on. We're all slightly different tuned frequencies, but all coming from the same exact source. And so that's pretty incredible. Uh, you know, it's always a great time getting with you and having these deep talks. <laughs> we, we could probably talk for hours, literally. Um, but do you have any new projects or new, uh, new, new things coming up, your blog or anything else, anything new? Yeah, so I recently just started um, my podcast just a few weeks ago. Wow. Um, you are the Portal Podcast, which um, has a Jaguar for its emblem and a portal coming out of it. <laughs> it's just more about, it's basically about anything and everything that we just talked about. Um, you can find it on my YouTube channel, Irina Diva. My Instagram is Irina Diva. And you are the Portal. You can look it up on Buzzsprout and also um, Spotify. I think I've just merged it with that. Um, but I've got great things, um, you know, that will be pumped out on that. It just really has started out as a little passion project, but it's definitely going to get much bigger. And, you know, hopefully I can maybe even merge it onto your platform, Billy. That would be fantastic. I'd love to take that podcast to the platform immediately. <laughs> and I mean immediately. So that would be great. Um, you know, we always have such great talks. Uh, you're a great human being. You're phenomenal. You're, to me, a very highly, highly intelligent person. Definitely from knowing you personally, I believe in your empathic abilities. I believe in your psychic abilities. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing a lot more work with you in the future. And a little sneak peek, a little little tidbit I want to tell you is the Gosford glyphs that we did in Australia when I came down there. We are working on that, editing that video now. And so uh, the documentary for that will be coming out very, very soon. Yay. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> Finally. No, that's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. So just putting it all together, piecing it all together, getting all the information together. Um, and uh, and also for all of everyone listening, very soon, sometime in the near future, we don't know when, but Irina Diva is going to be part of the Forbidden Knowledge team. So we're looking forward to that as well. And um, you know, and I definitely want to talk to you about getting that podcast on the Forbidden Knowledge Podcast Network because I think our listeners need to hear what you have to say. Thanks, Billy, and thanks for having me. Again, everyone, this has been another great episode of the Forbidden Knowledge Podcast. And very, very soon, we're going to have Irina Diva's podcast on the Forbidden Knowledge Podcast platform as well. And remember, all of these podcasts can also be viewed on Forbidden Knowledge TV. And no matter where you are watching this or listening to this, go to the caption of this podcast or this video, and there will be links to all of Irina's uh, blogs, YouTube account, and Instagram account. Please follow her work. She's an amazing human being. Everyone, see you later. Bye, Irina. Hi, my name is Billy Carson. I'm the president of Forbidden Knowledge. Are you looking for an amazing opportunity that you can invest in that's already generating revenue, a company that's already making money and profits right now today? Well, look no further. Forbidden Knowledge. We have our own streaming TV network. We're now approved and streaming already on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, the iOS App Store, Google Play Store, and the web. 
we have over 5,200 amazing shows with over 22,000 subscribers. We just reached our one-year anniversary, and we have a phenomenal base with huge potential upside. We're looking to be three times this size by this time next year, and you can be a big part of that. So please review this information and join us at Forbidden Knowledge. Thank you. You are watching Forbidden Knowledge TV. This is Billy Carson with ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. Forbidden Knowledge TV has just reached its one-year anniversary. That's right, one year. And as a show of appreciation, we are giving all new subscribers a free 30-day trial of ForbiddenKnowledge.tv. That's 30 days to binge watch thousands of movies, documentaries, conferences, workshops, lectures, yoga classes, meditation courses, and so much more. So log on to ForbiddenKnowledge.tv from your computer or mobile device or get the Forbidden Knowledge TV app on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play today and use coupon code 30DAYSFREE. That's coupon code 30 days free on ForbiddenKnowledge.tv today.